Welcome to the Token Trans. What do I say? <laughs> Welcome to the Token Trans podcast, where we talk life, love, and getting high. Grab a J and join us. We do not condone the consumption of illicit activities with anyone under the age of 21. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Token Trans podcast. <laughs> it's your boys, Harriet and Bo. And we're snowed in today. Bro, when I say that I'm snowed in, I, like, genuinely mean it. Like, our roads are starting to recover, but I live on a hill. And yeah. it's glorious for sledding. Um, but my Jeep is stuck at the top, and I'm too scared to go down. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. hoping yeah. to get out around Sunday. It's been, like, mm, ever since Monday, so it's been about almost four or five days now. But yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. loving it. It's gorgeous. I just can't go anywhere. Yeah. And when... When Aaron says that he lives on the top of a hill, he doesn't mean like, oh, like a cute little like hill, you know, he means like, um, the emperor's new groove, <laughs> like where he lived at the top of the, yes, <laughs> like the top yes. of the mountain. That's where Aaron lives and driving up to his driveway was one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. It felt like we were going to flip backwards. That is how steep the hill is. So, yeah. yeah. I would Aaron's never walk home. to the mailbox to pick. To, to, I would never walk to the mailbox and back. Like, I would no, never do that. fall down and then I've die. I've done it, like, one up. time, and I literally laid down when I got to the top before <laughs> I went inside and just kind of, like, gathered myself because it was too much. You it's got hot. to. So I'm, I mean, it's gorgeous out here. I'm loving it. I really like. I'm not usually one to complain about the snow. I'm actually still not complaining about the snow, but I do work from home. Uh, yeah. So I'm, we're pretty lucky in that sense. Yeah. Honestly, yes. This is. I've never been. I, the The last time I remember being thankful for this much snow is when I was a kid, and it it yes. meant it was a snow day. But yeah. working in retail, could not enjoy snow. Yeah. Now that I'm working, anyone out home, there finally enjoy it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. Definitely. Anyone <laughs> out, out there hustling? Yeah, doing the work for sure. Yeah. God. Man. Well, today we're going to be diving into how to come out to your partner trans edition, right? Uh, just yeah. what happens when you discover yourself and your gender identity when you're in a relationship maybe already or you're coming out to someone that you're really interested in being with it's kind of definitely a different conversation than a family yeah. member or a friend mm -hmm. yeah it uh it really isn't um you know i've done it several times yeah several different ways um, yeah there's there's <laughs> right ways and wrong ways to do it you guys yeah yep I would say there's, you know what? I'd like to say there's no wrong way, but no. um, every way that I've done it has been wrong. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, didn't work out too well. So, uh, well, why don't you have a couple start of start off with that? And then... Yeah, like so, I have a couple experiences. You have a couple experiences, but I feel like you should kick off the first one because I feel like you possibly have more than me. So. Okay. We can just yeah, tag team, sense. but first, let's yeah. um, yeah, like safe space always here on the pod. Like always, we, we protect the vibes. So you know, be honest, share what you feel like sharing. Of course, let's bro. let's let's hear you know your I'm first an open book. I don't, I don't get that. I, I don't I get it. Had to tell you, 
I had to. <laughs> I do get embarrassed. I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, we so, handle it differently. Um, coming out as bisexual was just like whatever. All my right. friends in high school were bisexual, so it was really just like, a, oh, you're bisexual. Me too. Cool. Whatever. Kind of Word. thing. And yeah. my mom never really cared about anything like that, and she always made me aware that if I was gay, it wouldn't be a problem. So I That's never felt dope. the need to come out until I come out to her until like I brought a girl home. Um, right. which didn't really happen also because it was just kind of like embarrassed of my mom. I didn't want my girlfriend <laughs> in here. So I just, she, she knew I was yeah. bisexual though. I just never really yeah. brought a, brought a girl home. But, mm -hmm. um, the first time I came out as like anything gender wise, I was, um, engaged to a cis man at the time. And uh, we had been together for four years and um, a friend of mine had come out as gender fluid. Mm -hmm. And when they came out as that, and they, they wrote like a whole post about it on Tumblr and <clears throat> I read through it and it just made so much sense to me and things clicked that I didn't think could mm -hmm. um that i didn't think were clickable <laughs> yeah yeah and um then Inside after a conversation <laughs> right yeah i'm like wow things are making sense and puzzle pieces are being put in in places that i didn't know that puzzle pieces were missing in yeah um oh damn <laughs> so after i had a conversation with them i decided that i was going to try it out you know see if yeah. it gave me the sense of euphoria new slash it did yeah <laughs> and um i came out as gender fluid and that was when i renamed myself lennon and i was engaged to this man who knew me as a different name mm -hmm. and um he i want to say tried um, because he didn't immediately shut it down, but in his effort, we learned that it was not for him. Right. And, um, you know, that's valid. He, his explanation was that he's not gay and I would have what I called girl days and boy days. Mm -hmm. And even though we slept in the same bed, he would sleep on the couch on my boy days because he didn't want to go to bed with a boy. Um, I see. Wow. Which. That's awful. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, tough. It was, I mean, I mean, it tough was, to handle. It was tough as a person who had been with this person for four years and had loved them and been loved by them. Um, yeah. Where, which I thought was unconditional. Um, it wasn't. And he also didn't know that it wasn't because he didn't know that this was a possibility. Um, mm -hmm. So in, in that, I understand his side. He's not gay. He does right. not want to go to bed with a boy. And I did have boy days. I was a boy. Mm -hmm. So in that way, it's kind of validating um, that because I am who I am, he's just not, he's just not attracted yeah. to me on my boy days. Okay, mm -hmm. that's fine. I need somebody who will be. Right. And, um, so we broke it off 
and you know I dated other people and um, I ended up moving to St. Louis where uh, <clears throat> I tried to you know date around and I wasn't in a very safe space in St. Louis to express myself the way that I wanted to um, I was essentially forced back into the closet so and you know without going into too much detail I wasn't really allowed to dress like a boy and um, mm. I was made to wear dresses when I was going on dates even though I was an adult just kind of weird situation anyway yeah um, so I was seeing this guy Ryan who um, seemed okay with my identity but then wouldn't wouldn't use the right language like the language that I asked for you know like like pronouns yeah and um, it just kind of bothered me and even though I, I would have conversations with him about it he was just just not very respectful um, and I put up with it because I thought that well as somebody who uses they them pronouns at the time, this is the best I can expect because people aren't used to it. So right. I should just get used to this kind of treatment, this kind of disrespect, having to remind people over and over and over again and have them shoot it down anyway. And at least this um, was better than before. Like in your, right. at least somebody in your thought like, processes. Yeah. Right. At least like this person is seeing me. We, we went on several dates and stuff and they, they seemed very interested in me. And, um, that didn't work out. We wanted different things. Um, and I mean, good. <laughs> yeah. He clearly, he clearly didn't respect me. Um, and, and then I, um, I met somebody who did respect me for my pronouns and I learned that I was, um, more of a, he, him than mm -hmm. a, they, them when I uh, went out with them and um, that relationship ended because of uh, different reasons. They actually seemed pretty okay with me being he, him. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so I finally figured out how to like weed out partners and potential partners who aren't willing to respect my identity. Got that down. <laughs> right. by like that's the third some people pie. are still working really hard on that and they like that may be why they clicked you know what i mean oh my god yeah and it's like it's it really shouldn't be that hard like it really shouldn't yeah. if you're fighting tooth and nail to have your partner respect your pronouns like yeah. i mean i'm sorry that's but a like big red flag <laughs> like i i mean dump them yeah. on your own terms and your own time but like that's literally bare minimum and um you know if they're not into it they're not into it it's fine they're like your partners are allowed to not be interested in someone that identifies the way that you do but the problem lies in like staying with you and like expecting you to be okay with like the abuse and the disrespect like if you're not into it then end the relationship you know what i mean right yeah don't, i need you don't respect. drag me along just to hope that this is a phase and like continue Maybe to disrespect come me right it's yeah. bullshit yeah, so no. so yeah so after that person i learned to like okay 
when I'm dating around, this is how I have to address. And, you know, I use it's so much easier to use like Tinder and like OkCupid and stuff like that because I can put in my bio like these are my pronouns. Like this is what the deal is. If this isn't your deal and you can't deal with it, then move on. Like literally keep scrolling. Leave me alone. You know? And very clearly um, this is what I'm looking for. Right. So it really it really comes down to the realization that it it doesn't matter what my pronouns are. Like back when I was using they them pronouns on like, okay, and I was getting disrespected and misgendered all the time by that person, I was like, Okay, this is the best I can expect. No. No, it's not. Yeah. Looking it, it back, really... you're like trying to tell yourself. Yeah, like keep swiping left on these motherfuckers that are clearly <laughs> communicating to you that they're going to continue to disrespect you fucking idiot (laughs) god so dumb (laughs) i but in the moment it doesn't i guess it doesn't feel that way in the moment it didn't in the moment it felt like this was the best i'm gonna get it's really not oh my god like queer people are literally so hot and like yeah i just and I, i just can't imagine be like looking the way that i did and think that the only people that are ever going to love me are not going to be willing to say they, them when referring to me. That is such, yeah, it's such deluded thinking. So I'm glad you feel that way now. No, I don't. Um, and then I met, um, my most recent ex who acknowledged who I was and was like very supportive and, um, you know, affirming and all that, but they were not out. And because they were not out, they couldn't, um, mm. I, I couldn't be a boy <laughs> around their family. You know what I mean? Right. Because he was, he was a cis man and he was gay, but he's not out to his family. So for mm. me to be around his family, I can't be a guy. Cause he's oh not gay. My. You oh know? My. Yeah. So that was quite the pickle. And, I wanted to, I'm like, okay, yeah, you need to be able to come out on your own time, your own terms, blah, 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 blah. I was with him for almost four years. And I kept being, okay, when are you going to, when are you going to, is this in the, like, what are we, is this, How are you we know? Feeling? Kept, like, right, kept touching base with him. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. At a certain point bro like this is affecting me now like yeah if you're not ready that's fine then we can't be together right yeah dating someone in the closet is a very a tricky situation to navigate and has to be temporary it has to be temporary like that phase at least like that either them being in the closet or that relationship so one of those is gonna have to be temporary for it to be healthy for you yeah. to be as a person, for sure. Right. but And it's not like, and I know he can only come out in his own time. A hundred percent. I can't force him. Right. right. And they I shouldn't have deserve to. Deserve that respect. Yeah. Right. And I never would. I. It was always a, right. like, where are we with this? You know? Like, yeah. Just checking we, in. How close are we? Like, do we have a timeline? Yeah. If we don't have a timeline and I'm get and I've, you know, it for I've been putting up with 4 years of getting misgendered. I'm sorry if this isn't That's wow. happening soon then I'm at my limit and this is over. And it was Dang. over. It's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Well, I don't think he's for out you yet. for standing up for yourself. Yeah, but I mean like uh, fucking 
when I was dating that other guy, when I was going by they them pronouns, I would not have right. done that kind of thing. I feel like, you know, you got to it's, it's it. okay if you're in your early relationships and you haven't learned to you haven't learned how to set these boundaries or you haven't learned that you deserve this respect it's okay to feel like you don't or that you can't but just if you're able to take someone else's knowledge and skip the rest of it i would say to just set the boundaries now yeah (laughs) and save yourself the you know potential uh headaches but you know it doesn't always happen that way we can't always like plan how it's gonna happen or when it's gonna happen yeah um so after him and i broke up then now i'm in my current relationship where it's i didn't have to come out he fully understood what was going on he was also we started dating pretty early on in my um my hrt journey too so Mm -hmm. he saw me like well before the beard and the voice drop and all that stuff and he still understood everything that was going on and what was gonna happen right introduced me to his parents and his family he him like this is what's going on and Mm. and his family is very loving and very accepting nobody ever misgenders me you know it's how healing wonderful and like this is this is what I deserved all along. This kind of yeah. relationship is what I deserved all along. It's what everybody deserves. Every single person. Every trans person deserves yeah. a relationship where they don't have to hide who they are around anybody. Yeah. Unless it's you know, I understand that sometimes your family, maybe you can't be really fully much right. around your family, but and I mean as far but as with your, your partner. partner yeah. Your partner should be your safe space. And yeah. if there's nowhere else in the world anybody genders you correctly, it needs to be with your partner. Yeah. And a thousand percent. If that's they need not to happening, speak like, you up. They need to like talk you up. Yeah. That should help yeah. you. They should be able to help you feel euphoric or be the only thing that makes you feel that way. Right. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people don't think that they deserve that for some reason. I think I know. It's like it's, uh, so- it's like from a space that they like don't they're just in they're just in a bad space they have to be in just like a bad emotional space where it's hard for them to realize that they deserve that let alone be able to demand it from other people but yeah like like, you do deserve it if they haven't ever seen somebody treat them like that they might not even think that it exists yeah that's a possibility right but it 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 doesn't matter where you are you could you could be in like freaking texas yeah utah there's people everywhere who will love you it doesn't matter i feel like Mm -hmm. some people resign to the fact that they live someplace that might not be all that accepting you're not the only queer there baby right and that (laughs) person is not the only other one right it's not the like there's not only one ally in your entire state or your entire city or something you know right right so um, that was mine, Aaron. What about yeah, bro. your coming out? Me, like, same thing. Me coming out as, like, gay, I yeah. think it was a bigger deal for me than anyone else. I think when I tried, even when I made it a big deal, everyone was, like, obviously. So that was um, 
you know, it was pretty cut and dry for me, but coming out as trans was way more scary for me. It was way scarier. I didn't know even what those terms were till like later in high school. And like, so it was definitely harder for me to like, it took a longer time for me to process it. It took a longer time for me to be able to think about like, do I have to sit on this? And like, can I even contain this to myself? Or is it something that I'm gonna have to prioritize and tell other people and make sure that I communicate that because it's affecting my mental health so badly. Right. So after I came to the conclusion that I did need to, I needed to address it. I needed to tell other people because at the end of the day, they didn't know what it was like to be in my shoes and I had to live like this and they, they couldn't, they couldn't do it. They like, like, I just felt like I couldn't do it. So right. I, when I started coming out, I was with um, someone and I definitely didn't do it the proper way. I guess, like you said, I don't know if there's a right or wrong way to do these things. But looking back, I wish I would have done it a little bit differently. Um, I basically found I basically like found Aiden's Aiden Dowling's YouTube video myself. Started d deep diving while she was at work, and like hours and hours later of like trying pack like sock packers in the mirror and stuff like that, and like getting so hyped up. And like so excited to find this, I just kind of exploded, like word vomited on her when she got home from work. Like she like we had, she'd been on maybe like thirty minutes, and I was like, oh my god, I have to tell you. And I like obviously that's not the best way, but like I don't know, we we didn't have the the healthiest of relationships anyways, so it's not yeah. like we were uh, prioritizing healthy choices anyways. So. We, yeah, so I just kind of like word vomited everything on her. And I think she felt really pressured to immediately be like, yes, absolutely. So supportive because obviously like we had went to like we were in Gay Straight Alliance together and back when it was called that. And uh, like, I'll, I, you know, so like she knew what that was and like knew that that's how you accept someone and all that stuff. But later, like weeks later and months later, she start when I started to like communicate how, okay, like, how do you, how do you think I should tell other people about this when talking with those things about her? I think she started to realize that things were getting really serious. Um, and then later expressed like, Hey, like, are you sure? Like, I'm, I don't know. I like, like, I don't know, a, a lot of reservation and like, I support you. Um, but it definitely took her a little while to, to get used to the idea. Um, mm -hmm. and eventually that relationship didn't end up, um, working out because, you know, you can't force things to be, right. uh, to be w which aren't, um, especially right. in an unhealthy situation. So, um, after we broke up, uh, I felt, um, you know, I felt like I could, you know, I, I did post on Facebook and come out when, uh, we were in our relationship. But um, I also uh, called and uh, I had conversation um, with one of my exes who is still a good friend of mine that I just hadn't um, hadn't let go. We had like good conversations and like, um, I don't know, I just check in with her every once in a while. And I called to let her know before I posted that I was trans and it was uh, just immediate. Um, finally, you figured it out. Like, I can't believe it took you this long. I, like as a person, I can't tell you that. But like now that you, like it was just, she was just very affirming about it. It was like, absolutely. Like she had known me so long for so much longer. And I don't know, I just felt very affirmed by her saying those things. And yeah. I was really, it, that was the first like positive, like instant, genuine reaction that I had had. And um, it was awesome. really, it was really helpful. Yeah. Um, we, obviously we didn't end up 
be, being back together or dating again. But um, I later, I, uh, you know, started dating again and found me and Kayla started being together. And um, I have known Kayla since uh, eighth grade. So she had kind of seen me come out as gay and seen me come out as trans um, uh, from afar because she lived in Tennessee and I lived in Oregon. Um, so mm-hmm. she, so we communicated all through like phone, like texting and phone calls and things like that um, through throughout the years. Um, just keep like checking in with each other, seeing how we were doing, um, calling each other when we're having really hard times. And um, yeah, I, I had had a couple conversations with her um, via text because I wasn't, uh, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I don't know, I guess I just wasn't confident enough to tell her in mm-hmm. person. Um, I guess when you think that things may go in a terrible way um, and you're really scared of losing that person, especially like someone that you can see yourself with, uh, mm-hmm. it's not exactly easy just to call them on the phone. Uh, like, it's kind of funny that we have a podcast because I feel like my least, uh, my least, now see, now I'm getting my head, my least skill yeah, now I'm messing it up. But my words, like I feel like communicating verbally is the toughest thing. There we go. The toughest wor- thing for me. Your worst me. skill. Yeah, my worst skill. Um, there you go, yeah. Yeah, so I felt like texting would be way easier for me. That's the same way that I came out on Facebook too because I was able to like really write it out the proper way and convey it the way I wanted to. Um, and Kayla has always been supportive every time was, you know, she. I don't know. She just saw me as a person and as like a soul, like an individual and yeah. – um, and I, every time I would come to visit my Nana who lived on the street, I would be, I could be like in the very beginning, I wore skinny jeans and my hair was long. And like, I identified as a girl and I was trying, like Kayla saw mm-hmm. me trying to be a girl. And then mm-hmm. it seemed like all the way to this, to where we are now. And um, yeah, she's just been super supportive. I'm super thankful for her. And I think a lot of people think that they're, that that is not going to exist for them. Like, and I've been, I just felt like in those relationships, I've been in like th- th- like three main, very different relationships where I didn't think it was even going to be possible for me to hold someone's hand outside of this room mm-hmm. to being like, this is the best I can get, right? This is better than right. before, but not, not, right. not right. This is still missing right. so many pieces. And then to be able to be in a relationship that I am in now and have it be yeah. so help, like so healthy and so in love and having a, our baby together and like, just like creating a world that I didn't think would, was even possible. So yeah. like, I, like I'm, I've been posting on my TikToks, like a ton about me and Kayla's like journey together. Cause she's been helping me through top surgery. And obviously we had our babies for the last nine months. We've been posting a lot of like pregnancy content and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then now the baby's born. So we're posting the birth journey. And so many people are commenting on my videos and are like, this is the first time I ever even realized that I could have this or that like, this could be achievable. And I'm like, are like I, and I resonate with that. Like when I saw Aiden have his, be him and his wife be pregnant. And I was mm-hmm. like, stop, like that can be a thing. Like he's a trans man and he's going to be a dad. Like, and he's had top surgery. Like what? Like that is possible. And I just remember my mind being blown by that. And so to see other people's mind being blown by that and like, see like, okay, like right now I feel like I may not find someone who really loves me. I I feel like I may never be able to afford top surgery. I'll never let alone be able to afford because for trans people, it's all there's sometimes there's a lot of different 
um, costs involved with having a family. So they're thinking about those costs and they think it's just so far fetched, but like in such a short matter of time, all of those things like in, you know, in five years over the whole scheme of things is such a short amount of time for yeah. things to just go from zero to a hundred. And I think it's possible. And the more positivity you can speak into your life, the better there's a, it's too, it sounds cheesy, but the better that you, the more you do that, those neural pathways, right? Well, we'll start connecting. Yes, dude. I literally just posted today on Facebook. You did because not. It came up in my memories that, um, five years ago, I had just started testosterone when five years before that I had been trying to get to like trying to mm -hmm. figure out how I, I refer to it as being lost in the void of my transition because I didn't have a lot of information and I didn't know right. where to go to look for it. So yeah. it took me five years before sure. I was able to start testosterone and yeah. five years ago. I made a post where I was venting to a friend because I was living in my grandma's house and uh, I just got out of like a pretty serious relationship and had to take a freaking 36 hour bus drive back home to Delaware. <laughs> and it was just like, man, fucking losing everything you have and then taking a 36 hour bus drive home just to listen to sad music. And Oh anyway. my God. I resonate with that. I resonate so with that. I was venting with my friend about it and, uh, you know, texting them and um, hoping to get, like, comfort from that friend, knowing that I would be comforted by my friend's words after I vented. I right. instead ended up comforting myself and <laughs> I ended up accidentally doing my cognitive behavioral therapy ABCs, which is the point of doing it because then it becomes a habit and then you're doing it on accident anyway. And I ended up doing my ABCs and talking myself out of a, you know, pretty significant episode. And um, I told myself that, like, I was at first getting really upset because um, now that I had started testosterone, all I can think about is top surgery and how that's never going to happen for me because I always been poor and there's no indication that I was ever going to change that I would ever get health insurance and that it would ever be affordable for me. Um, but then I realized that, well, five years ago, I didn't think that tea was going to be possible for me. And now look at me, I started that. So, so, bad. so, bad. so who knows what five years is going to do for me. And then mm -hmm. lo and behold, five years after I start testosterone, I make that post. Mm -hmm. I'm almost a year post-op. Bet. And like, who knows what's going to happen in the next five years? Like, if you yeah. would have told me, if you would have told, like, and you you did telling me that that was five years ago, it feels like it was twenty years ago. Yeah, it feels yeah. like I waited twenty years for top surgery. It was only five years. Well, looking back, when you tell me only five years, I'm like, only five years ago. Mm -hmm. That's like that's like such a short time. That's a way yeah. short of a time than I've been waiting for top surgery. You know what I mean? Like, right. But it's only right. been five years. And you're right. What can five years bring? Like, five years can bring a lot. A shit. Seriously. Ton. Yeah, if more than we if even you think. If you're stuck and nothing's happening and nothing's going wrong, mark on your calendar, on your phone or something, on your Google calendar five years from now. Mm -hmm. And then just be like, take a note of where you are. You can literally tell Siri to do it. 
literally tell Siri to do remind me yeah. in five years to reflect on where I am. She will <laughs> too. She will. That's a great <laughs> idea, dude. That's bad. I love that shit right there. Yeah, yeah no. it's like yeah, it's really time is really confusing and when you long for something, it feels yeah. like you're waiting a lifetime. And it it really does. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. Even just last year, you tap it hasn't even been a whole year since my top surgery. You could Yeah. It's been ten years already. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. So like, it's, it's it, these things are possible, and you can like it, these relationships do exist. So if you are in one of those relationships where you feel like this is never going to happen, they're never going to respect me. You know, they're there. This isn't this isn't working. Then you need to think about the fact that that is possible. And if you haven't coming out came out to your partner yet, um, that's that that's where I think there's a few different pieces that you probably should be considering, right? Something that you should be remembering when you're coming out to your partner. So first, obviously, you need to sit with that yourself. I think you need to like, it's important to soak on it. I like, like, not do what I did. And literally word vomit when someone comes straight through the door from work. And it's really I know it's tough, because you're so excited. You've waited how many years, like for me, it was like 20 years to finally find a word that explained why the fuck I didn't exist in any of these categories. And mm-hmm. that's really exciting. But you also have to think about the fact that this is really big information. And even if you have been soaking on it for a really long time, that person is just now getting that information and may need some time to digest. Even if they are super supportive and are like, absolutely, I'm so happy. You know, let me give me some time to think on like to really process this. Um, but I'm really happy. You know, like there's still, you know, I, that's that's still a healthy way to do it. But I definitely think choosing the right time and place to communicate those feelings is very important. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And you're right. They, you know, um, they should be allowed to make mistakes. I feel like, I feel like a lot of people might take, you know, like it's so easy, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, it's just a word. It's just like a pronoun. It's just a, you know, this mm-hmm. or that, but like, it, it truly is going to take some time. Like it, it's also a habit. Right, yeah, it's a habit. It's a habit. Exactly. And like how the others people say that you have to do something 21 times for it to become a habit. Even if they right. are like super excited and like on board and like want to be with you, still find you, you know, everything. There's no concerns that like they still may be like, like immediately, you know, reaction, especially if you've been together a long time or even been together yeah. a year or six months. That's six months of saying someone's name consistently in or pronouns right. and stuff, but it's how they react when they use those and how they make you feel in those conversations. If they make you feel heard, that's, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think I've ever, <laughs> I don't think I've ever had one of these kinds of coming out. So <laughs> where like, it's been like planned and rehearsed. And <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did. I did for my public coming out of, as trans, like my yeah. post on Facebook. And then I did yeah. when I came out as gay. I also mm-hmm. was very, mm-hmm. very strategic yeah. with all of those coming outs. I, um, when I came out as trans on Facebook, um, it was really just kind of a deleting spree after that. And yeah, you quickly find then- out. Yeah. Oh, so quick. Ooh, so quick. And sometimes Boom. not so quick. Sometimes, sometimes so. a little later. Yeah. A little delayed. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but then when I, 
when I came out to my mom, <laughs> it was also publicly on Facebook, and I just kind of tagged her in a post of, uh, like, a comic of a someone turning into a ghost, and then they're saying, like, I'm transparent. I'm a transparent. And it was just, like, someone turning transparent because they're a transparent. And I was like, uh-huh. I tagged my mom in it, and I was like... Remember how you said that if I was gay, uh, you'd still love me? Well, it's kind of like that, except I'm a guy, and I'm gay. <laughs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> you're transparent now. And then she literally commented on it was like, I always knew you were an odd one. I love you. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. I love the public <laughs> pressure as well. It's like 800 million people or how are you going to respond to your your son coming out to you right now? How are you going to react? And I always love you. <laughs> You're like, I hope they really mean that because they know everybody and Aunt Susan are like, yup. Yup, that's exactly say? what I did too. Like, fuck. I was not <laughs> about to have a private conversation with her. Are you too kidding scary. me? Too scary, right? Yeah, too scary. This is what you get. You get a Facebook meme. <laughs> yeah. Thousand percent. I mean, and I mean, nobody else can um, decide the best way that coming out is going to be for you and your partner. And like, maybe right. you, maybe it's like, maybe your partner's going through something hard right now and you aren't sure if they're ready for another big piece of information. Right. Maybe that's something you have to wait for. Yeah. And is -hmm. is it something you're willing to wait for? And, you know, we can't always, yeah, like we can't always plan how things are going to go. Yeah. Hopefully we would have total control over the situation. Um, I'm not sure if I ever did, but I think I, (laughs) I think I do more now. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as you can have a good, I think you did. Yeah, I think as long as you can have a good conversation with your partner and like feel open, like, oh, like it's gonna be scary as shit to open that door, but like that's the only way to know for sure if that's if that if that relationship is like gonna be something that you can really foster and like help, yeah, like sustainable. Yeah, sustain exactly. Because right. you can, you may think, okay, well, I can just ignore them. They have everyone but them. But it's not. Right. That's not. It's not as sustainable as you may think it can be, and it's very yeah. damaging. And I think a a big important part of it is like considering, even though this is your big news, and this is like going to change your life, it's also going to change their life if you know True. you're planning on this being sustainable, and right. it's also huge news for them too and mm-hmm. all huge news good or bad may take some processing time and people process big information differently and mm-hmm. what may not be an immediate outward positive reaction may not indicate lack of support it just might mean processing time you stunned know? yeah right oh oh she was too stunned to speak <laughs> <laughs> yes you know like I mean, though we we all hope to get immediate like praise mm-hmm. and affirmation and love. Mm-hmm. It might not always happen that sure. way for some people when they process big information. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, the there's a good sign. The whole time, right? Yeah, hopefully they give you a sign, um, and you know that might be an indication of things to come or whatever. But I I think you should. 
you should just also like consider the people you're telling their emotional capacity for change. Sure. And that's true. I didn't their even feelings think about it, even though their feelings about it don't really affect like your identity. Right. Um, they are still your partner and they do still deserve to be heard. They might have concerns regarding your feelings towards them. Like, does this yeah. mean your sexuality changed? Like, and how right. you see me, how you're attracted to me, does this change the dynamic of our relationship? Do you mm -hmm. want to experience things outside of our relationship dynamic? Like it could change everything for them. Who knows? You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So I think it's it's important to approach it with um, sensibility towards your partner as well as yourself because we have kind of just been talking about all about ourselves in this situation and yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And there's a big other other half of the side that is trying to do a lot of things fast, accept the info, like, accept the information, process that information, react accordingly, keep your right. facial expressions going the right way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, can... and we talked about this before. Like, I have a problem with that. And Same. normally I just cry at everything. So you might tell me you're coming out to me and I'm just crying. And like, yeah, that'll be happy tears for sure for me. Mm -hmm. Some people might see crying as like, oh, no, they're so sad. I just told them that. Well, we're maybe breaking, they just – We're breaking up. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, right. That's what I mean. I mean, you know, neurodivergence. Yeah, bro. Might... <laughs> nice <laughs> might react a little bit differently you know yeah and, absolutely uh, it's valid our partner's feelings about our big news and big transition is totally valid mm -hmm. um their opinions about whether we should or should not be the way that we are are not valid so right just right. to clear that up <laughs> <laughs> just real quick if like if they're arguing with you their their feelings are invalid but right what I mean is that it's just big news and yeah. big news can mean big feelings and big feelings can be interpreted many different ways. Or maybe yeah. it's total silence and they just need to like think for a minute, you know? Yeah, just one second. So it's, it's okay if you don't just get like immediate like, oh my God, yay, I love you. Like, yeah. it's okay. Right. I mean, you shouldn't get immediate negativity. That's for Correct. sure. But like, Definitely. Neutrality don't, don't is take, okay. Like, neutrality is okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, 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 exactly. There's nuance and, to things. Absolutely. And there's also like resources and stuff like there's like partners of trans people support groups and part and, and uh, in trans support groups, like I'm, 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 I'm thinking online, obviously, like Facebook groups and things. But there's also mm -hmm. in person things. And there's also things for your partners, you know, to be able to go in and say, hey, like, this is this is the big part I'm worried about. How do I talk to my partner about this? How do I say this without it being uh, coming across as offensive or I don't know what's offensive or what's not. So I don't feel like I can ask any of these questions. So there's right. definitely other people that you can talk to, to kind of get an outside perspective and someone that you can trust to kind of talk it out with as well while you're processing those things. And hopefully you can have like a nice environment where you guys can talk back and forth about those things. Yeah. After they have some time to process, for sure. I mean, communication is key. Yeah, I mean, you're navigating those things together, right? Like you said, it's yeah. a big change. It's a big change for them, and they have to be able to process as well. Like if you just post it without telling them, then you know that does affect their yeah. life, and you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, how other people might 
see them immediately without them not even having time. So definitely, definitely right. encouraging those good conversations. I think um, that's the key, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, bro. I think we nailed it, bud. That's what I got. That's what we got for you on how to come out to a partner trans edition. Um, obviously, drop a comment if you have questions. You think about uh, you know any specific things, we'll break it down some more for you. Um, but that's all we got for today. We'll see you in the next, in the next one. one. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.